Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the seventh chapter of Micah. And we've been here, what, three, four, five, six episodes? I don't remember how many. If this is your first one, back up a couple of episodes and give it a run and go, okay? Because you definitely want to see the context of the first six verses. And uh, I don't have time to go back every time uh, to read it. Uh, basically, it's this. Evil is everywhere, and people are adept to doing evil. And then Micah says this in the seventh chapter, verse 7. But as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My, my God will hear me. And then he speaks to an enemy that has come against him. Verse 8, do not rejoice over me, O my enemy. Though I fall, I will rise. Though I dwell in darkness, the Lord is a light for me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I've sinned against him. Until he pleads my case, and executes justice for me. He will bring me out to the light, and I will see his righteousness. So we looked at these last two verses in a previous episode related uh, about the enemy and what the enemy was doing. And Micah was saying, hey, don't you rejoice over me, my enemy, okay? Don't you do that. Even though I fall, I will rise. Though I dwell in darkness, the Lord is a light for me. Now, let's jump down here to verse 10. Then... My enemy will see, and shame will cover her who said to me, Where is the Lord your God? Okay, so this is what the enemy was saying. Where is the Lord your God? You see that actually several times in the scripture where uh, uh, the enemy, the adversary, comes and questions where God is, questions the timing of God, questions the word of the Lord. That was the initial uh, approach of the adversary to Eve. Did God really say? To which she should have said, yeah, he did. But here we're saying, he says, shame will cover her who said to me, the one who said this to him, where is the Lord your God is going to have shame upon him? My eyes will look on her. At that time, she will be trampled down like mire of the streets. So he's talking about what's going to happen to the enemy. And then he continues talking about this time. Verse 11, it will be a day. For building your walls, on that day will your boundary be extended. It will be a day when they come to you from Assyria and the cities of Egypt. From Egypt, even to the Euphrates, even from sea to sea and mountain to mountain. Now, this is sort of interesting because it's talking about a day when Assyria is going to come and the cities of Egypt are going to come, well, where are they coming to? From Egypt even to the Euphrates, so the whole region, even from sea to sea and mountain to mountain. Uh, you get other hints about this, uh, more than hints, you're told forthrightly, uh, by the prophet Isaiah in the 19th chapter of Isaiah, I think, where he says that in, a day is coming, a day is coming, when Assyria and Egypt will both worship with Israel in Jerusalem and will be considered a third part of the people of the Lord. I mean, it's, it's a great, great 
uh, promise. As a matter of fact, let me just look that up. Hang on a second. Back up here. Isaiah 19. It's toward the end of the chapter, I think. Let's see. Yeah, listen to this. Uh, verse 22, Isaiah 19. The Lord will strike Egypt. Striking, but healing. So they will return to the Lord. That's the Egyptians. And he will respond to them and will heal them. In that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. So Egypt is uh, south, southwest of Israel, Jerusalem, Israel. Assyria, Syria is north, northeast. So there's going to be a highway. And the Assyrians will come into Egypt and the Egyptians into Assyria. And the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. Now listen to these last two verses of Isaiah 19. In that day, notice it's that day. From Isaiah's perspective, it's a day yet to come. What Micah was saying a while ago, it's a day yet to come. In that day, Israel would be the third party with Egypt and Assyria. A blessing in the midst of the earth whom the Lord of hosts has blessed. Now think of that. He's saying that the Lord of hosts has blessed them. And here's the blessing, Isaiah 19, 25. Blessed is Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. Now listen to that again. Blessed is Egypt, my people, and that my is capitalized. This is God speaking. And Assyria, the work of my hands. And Israel, my inheritance. So a day is coming when Egypt will be the people of the Lord, when Assyria will be the work of the hands of the Lord and the people of the Lord. And Israel continues to be the inheritance of the Lord. You know, there's so much that the Scripture tells us about these days that are yet to come that we don't really pay attention to, that we don't look at. And that's really, really to our detriment. Going back to Micah, verse 11, it says this, It will be a day for building your walls. On that day will your boundary be extended. So the, land, the boundary of the people will be extended. It will be a day when they will come to you from Assyria and the cities of Egypt, from Egypt even to the Euphrates, even from sea to sea and mountain to mountain. So I think it's talking about the same time that Isaiah is speaking of. Verse 13. And the earth will become desolate because of her inhabitants on account of the fruit of their deeds. What? Read that again. Verse 13. And the earth will become desolate because of her inhabitants on account of the fruit of their deeds. Well, if you just read this verse, you know, just by itself, you think, what in the world does that mean? But if you read it within the context of the totality of Scripture, what the Lord says is going to happen uh, prior to the time His returning, okay, the end times as we call it, that there is uh, the people of the earth will become desolate. Not all will die, okay? But for the most part, most will. When you see the wrath of God and the things that occurs with the wrath of God being poured out, and the reason that it becomes desolate is because of her inhabitants, because of the fruit of their deeds, because of the sin that occurs. 
I'll tell you what, we're going to stop right there, but I want to give you a little hint right here what comes next. Verse 14 says this, shepherd your people with your scepter. And in the New American Standard, which I'm reading from right now, the shepherd, your people, your scepter, is capitalized. Is capitalized. It's given us a picture that is speaking of one who is yet to come, of Messiah, really, who will shepherd his people. I mean, it's, it's a tremendous thing. And he'll, he continues on seven more verses, which we'll have to look at in a couple of other episodes, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then.